Hmm. <sighs> feeling, feeling the love. Why don't we all do a little something here and uh, go lay your hand on somebody. Put your hand on somebody. Just find somebody. Uh, oh, man. Just release good things. Just while you have your hand on them, just say good things. Good things. Good things. It's like, I mean, you can pray over them, but a lot of times you're like, what am I supposed to say? What am I going to say? Just say good things. We release good things. Good things. Good. 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 And now while, while you're there with your neighbor, why don't you just grab a mug of glory like you're dipping it into the, into the barrel. Just give a and, – and just – you can serve it to them, dump it on them. You know what I mean? Just dump them up. This is real, by the way, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes these little faith activators are so funny, then you forget that they're real, too. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they can just be for fun or they can be the real deal. Ooh. <laughs> Just take a drink for yourself, too. Thank you, Lord. Uh, let's just have fun, man. Let's just have a good time in the glory. Take a load off. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't you hug somebody, too, you know, if you feel comfortable? Let's just give somebody a hug, you know what I mean? Let's just get out of our... Uh, That was beautiful. How are we doing physically? Everyone, anybody need a physical miracle, a financial miracle? You need a need a little shingding. Thank you, Lord. In the presence, there's prosperity. In the presence, there is healing. <laughs> we receive it, Lord. We just, yeah, we like it. We like it, Jesus. We just thank you for health and wholeness. Who is telling me? Oh, yeah. Susan Silwell was just telling me little testimonies lately how whenever she's, like, had the slightest, like, thing that she thought was, like, an illness, then as soon as she goes back to check it or even the doctor checked it, it's, like, gone right away. It's like, we think you might be having this. And then she's like, I don't think I'm having that. And then it's gone. She's just telling me, like, she's had, like, four or five of those things lately i was encouraged man so i mean there is real healing dude there is real glory in this cloud virtue the virtue of the cloud that's good um let's see before i forget i have good news for you today. i just want to revel in the good news i'm not going to give you any um, big new comf- like thing but i just wanted to look again at how positive the gospel is like like is there is anybody still like liking the gospel and stuff like is that is that <laughs> like is it like still good for you? <laughs> Does it still work? Ah, no, like I'm literally so so. My message is gonna be like twenty reasons why I'm drunk on the gospel, or something like that. But um, before I forget, let's see. I want to receive an offering. Um, Katie and I do full time ministry in this yard, 
and uh, places like that. <laughs> Just wherever, you know, we're in this, this monastery and, uh, and our coffee shop and traveling and all kinds of stuff. So if you're at all able to give tonight, I'm just going to pass the offering basket around. If you want to make a checkout, you can make it to the Firehouse Projects. We have giving cards over here. If you want to give by credit or debit card, you can fill something out there or just give cash or whatever. You're not in compulsion to give. The Bible says God loves a cheerful giver, right? Cheerful. So if you're happy to like sow into this, if that's in your heart, if you love this message, if you believe in this, then why don't you sow a shig and, and partner up with us? If you're like really all about it, you can partner. There's like monthly partnership opportunities on that card too. So but I'm just going to pass this around. And uh, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Multiply. Bam. But um, And... Let me hit the announcements, too. We're, we're still having Godfrey in. Have you guys all heard that already? Godfrey's coming at the end of July, um, July 26th at the Methodist Church. Um, they're still loving us and blessing us to have that facility so many times. It's amazing. If you ever see Pastor Mark, give him, give him a shout-out. It's awesome. So he's going to let us have Godfrey over there, 6 p.m. on Sunday night. So that'll be the next glory party like that we do. We'll be over there with Godfrey one month from today, basically. So let people know. It's like Godfrey's got a real sweet like anointing for like just anybody can kind of receive what he's saying, I feel like. You know, if you have someone that's like might be weirded out by this backyard ching ding or something, but you could bring them to like, you know, it's in a legit church, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> they might get encouraged by like the message. And so that's July 26th. Um, we are doing a, a conference a couple weeks later called Kainos Quinonia, which I'm thinking about just setting up back here because I love this yard, by the way. I don't know if you guys have noticed. I'm like always back here, but I just want to like do tents and like we're talking about communities. So it's like it's uh, it's encouraging organic communities and glory communities to like spread. We're inviting people like like my dad was talking about. There's a lot of people that are in a place where they don't have anybody that's like tracking with this message, but they want to like maybe they want to start it or they want to talk more about deeper like community growth and stuff. So we're calling it Kainos Quinonia. Um, Jared Gustavison is going to be with us from Redlands and I invited him to like team up on, on this thing. We might do a few of these, um, over the years, like maybe once a year or something in a different location, do this Kainos Quinonia. We're putting together like a, just a weekend of like, um, talking about community so that people can catch the vision. We can ask questions for those that are pioneering new things like, you know, in, in some streams you might call it church planting, but we're not wanting to do church as normal. Like there's got to be a new expression, you know, that's coming forth and uh, with the new creation and stuff. So, so we're excited about that. That's going to be August uh, 15th weekend. We'll probably do like tents back here. Some people are coming and camping out and we're just going to like, it'll just be a big like community party back here. So that's going to be fun. And then the last day we're going to do, uh, Jared's going to help us do their beers and hymns out at the Treon. Like we're going to have a band uh, playing. It might be the Brian Schultz or whoever, like leading like old hymns and then just, you know, party. That day we'll probably like hang out at the park out there in New Haven, like play Frisbee and uh, and just do like a day of just, just hanging out. Because they're bringing friends from their community in Redlands too. They want to like meet you guys and, and hang out. Their community is just called Redlands Monday Night community or something <laughs> i don't know because they just meet on they've met on monday nights for like years but a lot of similarities and if you haven't met jared like he's super fun like uh he's really good friends with the lees like chris lee see and he and it's funny like i don't know it's like he reminds me a lot of chris like they got that high energy like yeah 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 <laughs> like, they, <laughs> 
really fun. And he's in Kenya right now. He's going to have some good stories too. Like he's just, uh, they're literally just like going door to door in Kenya, just like loving on people and like hearing their stories. And they're not like handing out tracks. They're just sitting with families like all day and just like hanging out with like the poorest people in like huts and stuff. And so he'll literally be just coming from Kenya out to here. So that's going to be fun. Uh, there was other announcements. What's that other event we're doing? Oh yeah. in Toronto, if any of you guys want to drive all the way up to Toronto, Sam's coming with me. What, what, uh, we're doing a, a thing up there with Tony blaze, a bunch of guys in September. Um, it's called the Toronto blissing. We're calling it. <laughs> it's like six or seven glory preachers. Eric Wilding's putting it together. It's going to be fun. Um, but you can check all that out on the website, thefirehouseprojects.com. or if you're interested in the blissing, it's the blissing.com. Uh, I'll be at Cana in like a month too, speaking at John Crowder's seminary. So that's going to be fun. That's where Drew is. And, uh, that's going to be super cool. Uh, so if you all want to fly out to Portland and hang out, (laughs) you know, you can, you could hang out with me like here or you could fly to Portland, but yeah. So I think that's all the announcements or whatever. Yeah. Come in, come in the suitcase. But, um, the the New Haven thing we're just gonna do one day at the Treon on August sixteenth, yeah, beers and hymns. But that whole weekend we're gonna do like a kind of two days of gatherings. Friday, Saturday we'll be here. Sunday we'll go out to New Haven for like a day, yeah. But that'll be fun. So, uh, in, yeah, mid mid August. But uh, yeah, yeah, hallelujah. So I just wanted to remind us of the gospel again, like good news, like uh, the gospel is like so positive. It's like it it's it freaks us out because we've been used to like negative uh just everywhere you go like it's just normal. Like how many times have you ever heard someone say like it's just another day in paradise? But they it's always sarcastic. Yeah. But it's like But I'm like but for me actually sometimes I just say it like when I'm in those contexts I'll just say it and let them take it however they're going to take it but I mean it a different way. <laughs> they're like like, uh, I'll be at, like, a gas station, and some, like, guy that looks really, like, you know, annoyed will say, how's it going? I'll be like, just another day in paradise, brother. <laughs> and just let him take it however he's going to take it. But I'm like, but really, dude, it is another day in paradise, actually. Like, <laughs> like I just want you to know. And uh, I, I think the foundation of, like, every even every part of your body doesn't work right until, like, like this shining fo- positivity is flowing through it. Like, so I just want to keep reminding us of this gospel, you know, and that's what these glory parties are, are about, really. It's not, these aren't like the big, deep theological thing. It's just, although the gospel is the deepest thing ever, but it's, I just want to like stay, let's just focus on the main, the main thing, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, in this, in this, uh, revolution and reformation that's going on, the, it, the, I I think it is so uh, essential that we continue to attempt to exaggerate the good news. Yeah. <laughs> like to literally to to let it uh, scandalize us again. And and so I I just and this might be a good a good little exercise for you. Like in putting this message together, I just said I just I just felt the number 20. So I'm like I'm just going to write the 20 top things that get me the most jacked up about the gospel. Right. But even if these aren't you're like your favorite ones, I, maybe you just want to go and like make a list of like the 20 things that you or whatever. Maybe it's only three things that you love about the gospel and like 
And all of a sudden, you're like really encouraged. You're like, oh, I actually believe this stuff. Because sometimes you forget what you even believe. You know what I mean? In the moment, in the culture, sometimes it's just easy to like forget that this is the most positive message ever. Oh, the baby's wrecked. Sometimes you fall down and you just need someone to remind you. (laughs) But the gospel is like the kind of positivity. So here's a couple of random things. These these aren't my 20, but the gospel is like the kind of positivity that makes your eyes burn like like you walked into like a a pool that had too much bleach in it. You know what I mean? Like you're like, it's like so, like the gospel, this this is some of the things I was thinking. The gospel is like the happiest cartoon ever. Like, did any of you guys ever see Roger Rabbit? Like, you remember the part where he goes into Toontown? <laughs> Some of you need to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And just remember, as you go into the part where he drives into Toontown, that that's actually like the first time you hear the real gospel. It's better than that. <laughs> like, this, like even in Toontown, even the sun is like laughing and dancing and like moving around. Like, it's like the sun in the sky. It's like... So, like <laughs> I've had this experience, but the gospel is better than the sweetest dream of a two-year-old child. Oh, like it's literally like like the the happiest like you know fairy tale, the happiest like prince or princess picture. I'm telling you this message because this isn't just the gospel. The good news is actually just the nature of reality too. When I say the gospel, you could also substitute the nature of reality is actually that good. Like the goodness, the gospel is that the good, the really, it's just you're good. God is good. The world is good. And, and each one of those three little things, like sometimes can just like, sometimes you believe God is good, but you don't believe you're good. Sometimes you might believe that like you're kind of good, but the world's not good. You know, like, so each one of these is like, if that's really true. And I just want to just, you know, look at these again and just see. Do we really believe this stuff? Because it could actually, like, make you really jacked up. Like, really, 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 like, is is it even better? Like, what if we haven't even exaggerated enough? Because I love to say exaggerate because if you ever think someone's exaggerating the goodness of God, it's better than that. <laughs> it's it's better than the best. Exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or imagine. Like, some of those verses are like... We've heard them so many times. It's like, ex- ex- like every like ex- uh, whatever it is, uh, expletive. No, not expletive. Every like uh, I don't know the word superlative. Every ex- super- superlative. Every extreme adjective and all the ifs and, and, and grammar and stuff. It's all like there. It's like people are like hyper grace. I'm like, there's a part where it's like in the Bible where the, the words are like super mega grace is like in the, in the Greek, there's like two like prefixes on the word grace. And some like it says in great grace was upon them all. You know, it's like super extreme mega grace was upon everyone. You know, it's like, <laughs> and we're like, well, don't take it too far. But no, like I, <laughs> The gospel literally makes every positive thinking book just seem like just a tip of the iceberg. Like, like if you, I mean, it's okay. Read positive thinking books. That's fine. Just know that that's like one millionth of the real news. Like this is, ah, this is one. Just, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Just give another wave to your neighbor. You know what I mean? Like, like, (laughs) 
Because uh, I love – some people are like, why Why do you keep the, the meeting kind of so pandemonious? But, like, it's because most of us, if, if there's not a little bit of pandemonium, we go back into self-consciousness again, you know? So I just want to, like, preach in such a way that you can't even think about how your clothes look today. <laughs> like, you can't think about your bo- how your body is right now. You can't think – like, you just just get caught up. Like, Like, good gospel preaching should actually just catch you up. You're like – I didn't think about anything for an hour. It was awesome. <laughs> Except for God. Like, all I remember is, like, God was there. My favorite, my favorite messages in the glory are, like, how was the message, brother? It was awesome. What was it about? It's just God. It was, it was really good. <laughs> like, that's, that's where I want to be, you know. Like, and I encourage you, like, I know, I know a lot of times we like to appeal to, like, the, 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 the most skeptical person in the crowd or whatever, and we're trying to, like, deal with all of their, like, their questions and issues. And that's cool and everything, but really, like, and there's a time and place for that, but there's also got to be a time and place for just, like, let's just enjoy the message, you know. Like, let's just revel in the message. And not be concerned about all the skeptics that might be attending or hearing your thing. There's a good place for talking to that. But I just want to talk sometimes. And that's what these glory parties are. It's like they're not really seeker sensitive. And you might wonder, why, why is there always only like a 10 or 12 people at the thing? Because we're not seeker sensitive. Like we like seekers. We like people of all backgrounds. But like I'm just like going to shoot. I want to fire on all fronts because like <laughs> – I tried the other thing, and it's like, if you're seeker-sensitive, whatever appeal you had to put to, like, draw the people in, you have to maintain that. So it's like, if you were just luring them, somebody in with whatever the thing is, you got to keep that lure baited over and over again. And uh, I, just, I just want people to be lured in by the, the scandalous, ridiculous good news, and that's about it. Like, really, it, really, it's too much work to do anything other than what, what worked for me, you know? What worked for me was getting jacked up. Like, really drunk. Like, I stand before you today. If you think there's any fruit in my life, which maybe, maybe you're still wondering about me, but if you think there's any fruit in my life, it came from being hammered. Okay? Woo! Like, for like five years, I went to meetings, and my only goal was just to, to roll. My only goal was to roll. <laughs> I encourage you to take, to take that. Like, like to, I mean, that's still, that's still really my only goal, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I mean to love to love you know to love people, but but I know that I can't. I have no ability to love unless I'm exhilarated myself, you know. So I'm like, I'm just gonna get exhilarated on this thing. So that's my preface. My preface. I love this guy. <laughs> Everybody needs like a Sam Smith too in their life, you know. <laughs> So I put a little message together today. 20 reasons why I'm wasted on this good news. Mm. It is better than I possibly could exaggerate. Uh, Honestly, honestly, honestly. Better news for your life in every area. In every area. I'm so high. Okay. So you guys ready? This This is like David Letterman. I'm just going to pick up D- David Letterman's anointing since he's, he's retired now. It's top 20. We're going to do the top 20 countdown, okay? In no particular order because I was drunk when I made it. But number one, 
Okay, this is really good, though, actually. Number, number one or number 20. We can start. Well, let's start from number 20. Let's start. Number 20. Heaven is on earth. Matthew 4.17, if you need the reference. The kingdom of heaven's at hand. Wow, that, that one, I mean, any one of these is like, is that true? Like, there's true, it's not. This, I, I've believed it's true, so I'm pretty much, that's a good one. Okay, number number 19. We're counting them down. Mm. The, one, the one who made all of this really, really likes you, favors you, and is on your side, and lives in every part of you. <laughs> The creator of everything, the creator of everything really, really likes us, favors us, is not going to stop loving us and blessing us, and not from somewhere else, but from the inside out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could just give Jesus a round of applause. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you for unconditional love. Okay, number whatever we're on. I, I can't count backwards right now, bro, man. I, I wrote out the numbers here, so I'm going to have to stay with it. Number three, a.k.a. Seven, 18. <clears throat> you are already perfect. <laughs> you have already arrived. You're complete and been preserved fully whole. You are complete. You're lacking nothing. I'm lack- I have, there's no lack in me. There's no, as Song of Solomon says, there's no flaw in you. There's no flaw in you. Redemption is complete. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Number four. Uh, I mean, this one's drunk. If you don't believe the other ones, you can get drunk on any one of these. See, that, that's why I liked the, making this list. I'm like, you know, if 19 of them go over your head, maybe one of them hits you and you're gone. <laughs> Number four. Everything that happens in your life is working out to be really, really good. Holy crap. Romans 8, right? God, all things are working to the good of those that love him. All, everything that happens in your life is working out to be really, really good. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that one right there alone is just like, thank you, Jesus. Oh. Just take a drink. Just take a drink right now of uh, all circumstances working for your good. Like feel the vibration of love on every circumstance that comes your way. Every everything that comes your way, it doesn't even matter if it's negative. I mean, you know, when someone hurts you, that hurts. But but when you know that it's just going to turn around somehow for you, it's like dang, 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 Jesus. Uh, number five, the nature of God that you are one with right now is love. <laughs> Beyond what any of us have dared to dream, the, the nature of the God that you are one with right now is love that passes knowledge. Ugh. To love... To lo- when, when, when Paul prayed that you would know the love of God, oh, and by the way, it passes knowledge. Uh. Like to, we're able to plunge that depth at any time because we're one with that love. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Number six. I, I don't know. This is like the last one. I was drunk. The tender love of the father-mother presence. Feel it right now. OMG. That's what I wrote. 
that, that but but really because it's like i probably wrote it because i was thinking uh it's something so many times you're like oh yeah i love the love of god but it's like dude let it punch you oh. <laughs> like let it like <laughs> like like take take a minute man and just pass out under it you know what i mean like take a minute and just i mean this i i, I thank god that we learned to lay down in the church you know literally and spiritually and whatever I mean, just let the love wash over you like waves over. I like to picture when I, when I, when I'm experiencing the love of God, I oftentimes will just picture myself like washed up on the seashore after like months at sea or something. (laughs) I like washed up on the beach, like, oh God, so good to be here right now. (laughs) Like just, yeah, the sun beating down in your, your, your home, you're back on land, man. You've, you made it. Ugh. And, and number seven, I think I was emphasizing this. Oh, yeah. We will get to enjoy this love forever because we never have to die. Oh. Oh. Uh, another reason to be really, really drunk is that you get to enjoy love endlessly because you never, you're not going to cease. It's not going to cease. It's like immortality is great. It's like if you tell someone, yeah, believe in Jesus so you can have eternal life. But if someone's not experiencing the love, they're like, why would I want to live forever? Yeah. You know? But you get to experience love, like like ecstatic, like endless, like passionate bliss, like for you, toward you, in you, through you, in- endlessly. Oh, man. Oh. Jesus. Okay, here's my other one. Uh, number eight. Our God likes to adventure. <laughs> it empowers us to adventure through all the cosmos. It's all, life is all about enjoyment and adventure. Oh, that one gets me drunk. Our God likes to adventure, and we get to adventure, and that's what it's all about. It wasn't the hokey pokey. I mean, it depends on your definition of the hokey pokey, but. <laughs> ah, number nine, okay? Number nine, which I don't know in the back countdown, but I'm still counting upwards, all right? Oh, Jesus. Number nine, even the trials of life are, are here simply to bring out the gold. Uh, like, like I love when, when I, when I first, you know, the, it talks about the refining fire of God or whatever, and the gold being brought out. But it's like sometimes we think of that as just this painful thing. But the whole point of any trial, this is the reason why James can say, "I consider it all joy when you face trials," because the reason is a trial is literally the thing that displays the gold of you, of who you are. Like it displays it because when you, it's like any good teacher only tests their children when they know that they're ready you know what i mean like a good teacher isn't just giving their kids tests when they don't know the material like a good teacher gives you a test and it gives you that trial when it's ready to display that which you've already been prepared for so you can display it so even the trials of this life are just displaying how beautiful you are truly like they're meant to bring out the beauty of your of your new creation goodness oh i love it I love it. I love it. I love it. Number 10. I think we're halfway through. Is that halfway? Oh, <laughs> uh, we are stinking. We are stinking clean rich. I was going to say filthy rich, but you're, you are filthy rich. That's just a good one. You might not feel that way sometimes, but your provision to adventure in God will never run out. Did you know that? Your, your provision to adventure with God. So it's like, sometimes you're like, wow, I was made for adventure and enjoyment. If only I had money. But I promise you, that's an illusion too. Yeah. 
That's an illusion. Your provision to adventure in the glory will never run out. Your provision to enjoy this life. Like sometimes he might not give you the money at certain times because he knows you're going to hurt yourself with it. You know, but every time my God shall supply all your need according to the riches in his glory. And that's where you live. You're stinking rich. You're clean rich. (laughs) You're richer than a baby's behind. I don't know that. It's probably not. (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm mixing all my analogies now. It's all it's all blurring together. <laughs> uh, live long and prosper, he says. Amen. Oh, just just see just see. Uh, was Spock a captain or what was Spock's position? Just see Second Command Spock sitting there in the glory right now, telling you to live long and prosper. Amen. Okay, number eleven. An 11, the 11th reason why I'm really hammered every day. Uh, because we have a Lord that will never give us more than we can handle. God is always ensuring our ultimate safety and will not overwhelm us. The passage you're never given more than you can bear. So it's like, I know that whatever comes to face me in any day is not uh, too much for me. Like, it's pretty drunk. Like, you're, you're prepared for it. It's like, I think Andre Rabe said one time, like, like, uh, oh man, I'm whacked. He probably said that too. But no, like Andre said, God gives you some of these challenges because he trusts you. <laughs> you're like, dang it, God. No, but like, it's not more than you can handle your, your quits, you know? So don't focus on the whatever. Okay. Number 12. Um, we can be freaking high on the glory 24 <laughs> seven. I just wrote that. <laughs> well, it's not a, it's not a season. It's not a, like this thing isn't a, an anointing. Like, uh, the, 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 the presence, the love, the gospel is not an anointing. The gospel is a permanent habitation. You know, it's not like, Oh, I came to that meeting and I got the gospel anointing there. And now I need to go back like two years later and get it again. Or, or brother, you really carry the gospel, but I carry the spirit of depression. <laughs> Or I don't know, or whatever it is, you know. Like, I don't know if anyone would totally say that, but sometimes something close to it, you know. Like, the good news is always good. It's always, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. It's, like, more 24-7 than Steak and Shake. Or IHOP. I would say IHOP, but then you'd think of, you're like, which IHOP does he mean? I don't know. Number 13, dude. Here's another reason why I'm whacked up, is that we are fully powerful to forgive and love fully from the heart. <laughs> like this gets me really drunk. Like just knowing how powerful I am to forgive people, to not be offended, to always love. Like I'm always able to love. Like there's never a time where it's like, I, I feel like I can't love, but the love of Christ is dwelling in me, like as me, one with me. Like this is the love of Christ. Yeah, possesses us in one translation. The love of Christ possesses me. I might not feel it sometimes, but that's why we're preaching you the gospel tonight to remind you. Oh, yeah, you are fully powerful to love. Oh, bam. As you hear this truth, you're free. I am free to forgive everyone, hug everyone, love everyone. Oh, it sounds like a hippie dream. No, it's way better. It's way better. Ah! Uh, Number 14. Similar to the the last one, but I'm really drunk because I'm powerful enough to be free from any addiction. I'm not controlled by anything. 
I'm not ma- master. Paul said I won't be mastered by anything. I'm literally free. Like that's whacked. Like I'm totally free. Like I can do anything without like thinking, well, I do that, but then I know I'm going to be drawn back to this. I know I'm going to be stuck. I'm not stuck. I'm not stuck in a rut. I'm not, there's no rut that can stuck me. Oh, oh, come on. Like new creation hearts. It's strong. It's new. Ah, freedom, freedom from sin. You know, freedom from sin is really drunk. It's like an empowering message. I'm not stuck. Ah, Number 15, we, another reason why I'm drunk, these are all related. They're all in the message somewhere. They're all in this gospel. But number 15 is that I get to live by desire. I live my life by what I want. I have a unified heart. I get to do what I want. Like the old thing of like, uh, you can't just do what you want. No, a new creation is one with the heart of Christ. So I'm really drunk because like, I know that God isn't going to go tell me to serve him somewhere that I hate. Like if God's calling me there, he's built me to be there so I can love being there. It's like the old thing, like, Oh, don't tell the Lord you'll do whatever he wants. He'll send you to Siberia or something. It's like, well, if that's the case, then you probably love Siberia. Maybe you haven't realized it but yet, but it's like it's going to be freaking awesome for you. I mean, I don't know who that person is. That's not me, but somebody out there loves Siberia, right? I mean, I love it in theory. <laughs> and if I was called to be there or whatever, I would probably really like it. I don't know. But it's, it's this whole idea of the unified heart, moving by desire. I, I don't live by shoulds. You know, we were talking earlier today. I'm really drunk because I don't should all over myself. It's not a should reality. That's so whacked. Oh, just feel right now. Just feel your holy heart. Right? Feel your heart that loves the will of God. You have a heart that likes it. You, like you were built to move by desire, to move in oneness, to flow, to flow to not this life is not a bunch of like things commands that you're like not really down to do but you have to do anyway oh man how cool is that you're not stuck in a in a destiny you were built for that destiny dude that's so cool that is drunk oh okay number 16 Am I going too fast? Should I slow down on these? Should we revel in them a little more? I don't know. Okay, number 16. I, I, I wrote in this one, but what about problems, brother? But what about problems? I'm really drunk because Jesus said in this world you will have trouble, but his presence overcame the world. You will have trouble. We're not, we're not preaching a positive message that's an escapism. We're, we're preaching a message that's so powerful that you can have joy in any circumstance. You can have peace in any circumstance. He said, be, yes, he said, behold, the hour comes and is now come that you'll be scattered. Every man to his own and you will leave me alone. And yet I'm not alone because the father is with me. These things I've spoken to you that you might be in me or that in me you might have peace. The world will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. What does that mean? What did Jesus mean when he said, be of good cheer, my brother? (laughs) Like the word cheer in the Bible is so drunk. It's like, be of good cheer. He's saying, be whacked. (laughs) 
get jacked up. He said, in this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Whoa. I'm drunk every day because experiencing the glories of heaven on earth make the, tr- the troubles of this world barely seem worthy to be mentioned. Honestly, if, you're, if your trouble feels overwhelming, I just want to remind you that one of the reasons that a drunk person in the glory can stay drunk in the glory is because... The troubles are not worthy to even be compared to the amount of glory that you're in right now. Oh, oh no, seriously, seriously, feel that glory. Paul said, here's another thing that Paul said. He said, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, I love it, he's like a southerner, right? I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not even worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Oh, I reckon... Just, just say that with me right now. Just, just let's just repeat those words. I reckon that the sufferings are not worthy to be compared with the glory. I mean, have you felt the tangible virtue of heaven lately? Like, like, whoa! That's why, like, people are like, I just want to slow down and talk a little bit about the issues. I can do that every now and then. I've just learned to do that, kind of because of the demand. Everybody wants to talk about the issues or whatever, and that's fine. But honestly, like, the issues are so small to me. It's like talking about an ant when I'm standing at the ocean. I don't mind it, and it's okay if that's where you're at. Like, but take your, you know, you can look at the ant every now and then, like whatever. But the ocean, don't forget. It's like or the forest for the trees. You know, you can look at one tree, and it can seem like twisted or whatever. But look at the whole beautiful forest in front of you. Oh my Jesus! When you step back and take a look at the picture, you are blessed. You are freaking like taken care of. You are, oh, I mean, the virtue of heaven is surrounding you at every moment. Like, negativity is so strange in that context. Like, it's just so strange in that context. Like, complaining, like, complaining is so strange in that context. Like, it's okay if you're complaining or whatever, but it doesn't make sense to me anymore. <laughs> like, oh, I just released that to you that complaining would never feel relevant. Oh, oh. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, man. (sighs) Okay, number 17. Here's another reason why I'm drunk. Because I never need to fear again. Ooh. I'm not afraid anymore, as uh, Kevin would say from Home Alone. I'm not afraid anymore. There, 1 John 4.18 says there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment. When you realize that Jesus came to say, I do not condemn, I do not, I'm not going to bring punishment. It's so, oh, la, 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 la. It's good, man. It's good, it's good, it's good. There's no punishment for you, so there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing that's going to uh, ultimately like overtake you. There's nothing to be afraid of, my God. Number 18. Because I never need to feel ashamed, judged, or condemned ever again. That's pretty good. Like that's pretty. It's pretty good. Romans eight, still Romans eight one. There's no condemnation. I never need to feel criticized. That criticism is never from God. That criticism is never uh, never real. Truly, if someone's speaking criticism, they're speaking a lie. <laughs> Wow. Feel that. Just feel that lift. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we just reject any critical thought in Jesus' name. Whoa! Number 19. Uh, I already mentioned this kind of, but I get really drunk because nothing can steal my peace. 
There's nothing powerful enough to take my peace away. Oh, Jesus said, my peace I leave you, my peace I give to you. He gave you his peace. You have it. You already have the peace of God. Just take it right now. Just take my peace, not as the world gives. Do I give you, meaning like not in some partial way, not in some way I'm going to take back, not in some conditional way. In uh, 100% unconditional peace is always yours. The peace, what kind of peace? The peace that passes understanding. What do you call it? You can call that being drunk, right? It's beyond understanding. That's why I preach an altered state. Oh, let not your heart be troubled. So he says, so let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be afra- afraid, because I've given you my peace. The, pe- the peace that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit have had for all eternity is now in your possession. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just take it right now. That's right, dude. Yeah, Rainey's talking about Jesus is sleeping in the middle of the, the freaking hurricane, you know what I mean? Like, like a baby. Uh, uh. <laughs> Imagine yourself <laughs> inside Jesus as he's in the boat all crashed out <laughs> in the storm. Oh, that's where you were. You were you were there. You are there. Oh. Oh man, being in Jesus. Just take a minute and remember you're in Jesus. Whoa. I'm drunk because I'm in Jesus. Oh man. So, number 20, right? Uh I'll just be honest with you. I couldn't stop at 20, but here we are. So, this isn't the end, but number 20 is nothing can steal my joy. Philippians 4, it's like the whole book of Philippians, Paul's saying rejoice, 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 rejoice. And Paul's in prison writing this, right? (laughs) He's like, I tell you again, brothers, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say it, rejoice. Nothing can take that joy. Whoa. Like, and, and, and that's good because there's, there's always somebody that's going to come and say, yeah, joy is for a season, you know, or joy is for a time or whatever, but the, the very nature of joy, it's the Lord's joy. And, and uh, if, if Paul is saying rejoice in the Lord always, what time is excluded from that? <laughs> like, what is there a time where it's like, you, you, he's not telling, he, rejoice in the Lord most of the time yeah. or some of the time or part of the time. You can really just, just, you have permission, not only permission, like this is an apostolic command. <laughs> Like, get jacked up. Like, go for it. Just have fun. Have a good time. Nothing can steal your joy. In fact, James says, I count it all joy, my brothers, when I meet trials of various kinds. Like, James had this attitude, apparently, where, like, when something negative would happen or challenging, he'd say, that's really joyful. Like, this is like, he said, I count it all joy. That's drunk. I count it all joy. Like, like what here could keep you sober? I'm telling you. Only a non-realization of this thing if you forgot this message. But I'm telling you, (laughs) when you realize the good news, you have heaven unconditionally. You have love unconditionally. You have the virtue of God unconditionally. It's there, I promise you. Even if you don't feel it, it's there. It's here. Whoa. All of heaven, all the horses of heaven are backing your words. All the shaka. Okay, so I said I was going to stop. You know, I said 20. But let me just do one last one, okay? 20 more. 20. 20 more bottles on the wall. No, but let me take, so let me take this too far. In all of this good news, 
What gets me so drunk is also that it's true. The good news is true for everyone. Everyone's included in this. None of this is sustained by our efforts. It includes everyone, so there's no people that are in it, and there's none that are out of it. This isn't an exclusive message. It's true before you bow the knee to Jesus. It's true after you bow the knee to Jesus. It's an unconditional truth. You get joy. You get heaven. You get bliss. We got this. Is this is the thing? I mean, it's still like ah. It's like yeah. I've heard it a thousand times. We'll drink it again. Drink it. Drink it. Wow. Don't don't think about the reasons why it didn't work for somebody. It works for everybody. Ow. Everyone's included. Uh, the very name Jesus means God did all the work. Uh, the very name. He said, I want to send one man into the world to speak this message in his name. The, the name of this one man that's going to communicate my heart in a way like never before and that will never be again. His very name means God did it all for you. Oh. God gave us this bliss. God gave us love eternal. God gave us. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And it is finished. Amen. So that's, I mean, I just wanted to remind us of some things again tonight. You know what I'm saying? Just like, thank you, Lord. Revel in those. Like, I'll post this message online, but uh, just go back over some of those, you know? Go back over, like, this truth. Because, the, I mean, the goal of God's creation for you is to be happy. He made you to enjoy life. And there's things, there's, it's not just a, we're not just burying our heads in the sand and pretending to be happy. There are countless innumerable reasons why life is way more positive, way more intoxicating than we ever thought. Like, oh my Lord. (laughs) And I'm still drunk off of this. I just want to give you permission, man. Like, just be ridiculous in the glory. Like, like just, just, just meditate on these until... Until you can't remember. Like, I really have a hard time remembering why life could be negative. Like, it's it's challenging. I'm like, well, what about challenges? It's like, it's like even, even talking about, like, joy beyond circumstance. Like, that's kind of true, but yet it's not beyond circumstance. Because your circumstances is that you really are always seated in heavenly places surrounded by the virtue, like, of the glory of God. That's always a circumstance that's true for you. So we're not like having a joy that's beyond. It's like sometimes when you think of that, you have to say like, well, I'm supposed to be happy regardless of what's happening. It's like, no, when you see what's really happening, you'll actually be exhilarated. You know, it's not about like trying to maintain this like happiness apart from reality. It's a revelation of what's real. What is real? What is the truth, man? I mean, I could go on and on. Those 20 are like still, I mean, there's literally, I'm even now I'm like thinking of other ones like, there are so many reasons to rejoice in the Lord. So many reasons to be whacked. And that and that's just the truth. So I just encourage your heart. <laughs> uh, let, let, just take a good look at reality again if you ever feel a sober moment. I don't know if you do anymore, you know. <laughs> and just just remember where you are, who you're who you are, who you're with. Who you're you're with the VIPs. Yeah. Not and you fit in too. <laughs> you fit in and oh. 
Ah, just revel in it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for, I just thank you, Jesus, that every one of us that's hearing this message again, just let it feel afresh. Let us, a freshness. Hey! But just put your hands up in the air like you do care or don't. Just, yeah, just put your hand up in the air and, and just say, I receive a freshness of the good news. I, I receive a, a, an exaggerated gospel right now. <laughs> I receive hyper grace. <laughs> oh, I receive a message that's more positive. That's, that I want to just, just say this right now. Lord, I want to receive a message that scandalizes me again. Scandalize me. The only the, the the problem with this message most of the time is that it's too good to be true for us to to believe it. We're like, that can't be true. It's too good. It's too good. It's too good. It's too good. Oh, hallelujah. Well, that's about all I got, guys. Um, thanks for being here. Let's let's just keep partying. If someone wants to play music, that's fine or whatever. Uh, but thank you and. Uh, uh, tip the dancing bear on your way out if you would, and uh, <laughs> and uh, thank you musicians for playing. You guys are super fun. Um, next weekend we're not doing any activities here. We're gonna go party. Chicago, you're all welcome to go up to Chicago with us if you want and party. See what's going on. Yeah, next weekend for the <laughs> for the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Yeah, the fifty the 50th reunion, man. Or not 50th reunion. I don't know. I'm really out of it right now. So there's good things going on. Just talk talk to me sometime when I'm sober. Oh wait. All right. Love you guys. Mm. Are you gonna play some music, white boy? Thank you, Lord. Oh, dude. The funkier, the better. Woo! Creative glory. Uh...